This is What a Wild Ride, a monthly podcast where I share stories from rideshare drivers and riders about the wildest rideshare experiences they've had. Some of my guests are live, and some of them have written in stories anonymously. Hop in, and let's go. My first story was written in anonymously. You encounter many forms of people while driving a transit bus, no matter what part of the world you are in. As an operator in a New England transit authority, I had many run-ins with many different people. This tale is short and simple. Maybe you're having a bad day, or maybe you just had a dealing with a customer who got you all riled up and you need some kind of relief to regain your focus. Well, the best thing is when you're a male driver and you pull into one of the major bus stops in the city. You stop your bus and you're boarding your passengers. As you're fuming over whatever you were mad about earlier, you drop the bus nailer and open your doors to board and alight your impatient customers. You look to your right to see if there is anyone else you are waiting on to proceed on and not run behind. When your eyes meet another's. I don't mean the princess of your fairy tale dreams. I mean the most undesirable woman of your nightmares. She looks at you with her big brown eyes and makes her best Shawn Michaels suck it gesture right to her crotch, right at you while your eyes are locked. She then opens her mouth and screams at you. Why don't you drive this, Mr. Bus Driver? You die laughing and your day is now better for that small interaction, which now outweighs all the negativity. Up next on the podcast, we have Flood from the podcast XV Planus. If you are into the paranormal and haven't listened to XV Planus, the link is in the show notes. Go listen after you're done listening to this. So welcome. Good to have you on the pod, Flood. Hey, Crystal, thank you so much for having me. Hey, if we finally get to swap off, I've had you on the uh, the Patreon a few times, and, and now I get to come and, uh, and, and crash your party now. It's this your is, turn. Is... <laughs> the party I don't start it. till you walk in or log in. <laughs> oh, no, no, this this is already known about me. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, but thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm excited. So you have two stories today. I do. I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I thought about how I wanted to approach this. Like, do I want to go in hard and heavy first and then end on a lighter note or start off with something soft and then then really hit it home? But I've decided to go with option one. Okay. Because the first one is uh, uh, 45 minutes of utter insanity. And, uh, well, the the ride was, not the story. Okay. And uh, the other one was uh, mysterious, almost... uh, uh, almost like a, a, a the gift of a premonition from someone. So Ooh. it was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like I said, the the spooky stuff. If you're into the paranormal, yeah, just just <laughs> listen to me because this stuff follows me everywhere I go. It's yeah, it's crazy. Either okay. that or I just pick them up. It's it's like I'm, I'm picking up ghosts like Pokemon these days. Okay. <laughs> okay, maybe you're onto something though. Some sort of like app. <laughs> the ghost collector you could write a book I, I, if i could just get them to start talking to me i'd tell their I stories okay so uh the uh the first one that i have to tell is i say this is back in it's about eight years ago maybe yeah it was about eight years ago i was in chicago for this uh this industrial music festival called cold waves which was 
amazing. Like all of my favorite bands from the late 80s, early 90s with that industrial groove were, were up there tearing it up. It was very everybody cool. was dressed head to toe in black leather and latex and all the goth kids and all the tech kids came out. It was it was a oh, wild time. It went on for like three nights. It was it was fantastic. But downtown is super expensive, so we opted to pick up a place a little bit further on the outskirts of downtown. And uh, so we we set up a little money aside to take care of uh, and things like that. So we called and we get in and it's it's this like seven foot tall. His accent was like Eastern European of some okay. sort. Yep. And he just looked really stressed. Like I opened the door and he's white knuckle holding oh, no. on to the steering wheel. And I'm like already in my mind. I'm like, this is not going to end well. Right. Um <laughs> Now, luckily, I'm not that drunk, so if something happens, like, if I need to bail at a stoplight, I, you know, I'll be ready to go. Um, so we slide in, me and my partner at the time, and this whole time, the guy is kind of rocking back and forth, and he's sniffing. And I'm like, okay. oh, I know what you're doing. You're pulling, like, a 24-hour shift. You just, you probably, uh, you probably just did a line somewhere before you came. <laughs> well, maybe that'll make you a better driver. I was- <laughs> So wrong. So it's a 45 minute drive given the traffic at at that point in the evening. So I, I, you know, luckily it wasn't going to be going through any like highways or anything like that. This is all like street traffic plowing through downtown. Right. And everything's going fine for like the first 30 minutes or so. Right. Okay. And then we hit this one stretch of like three green lights and he starts to step on it a bit. And then all of a sudden the light turns yellow which is to red pretty quick and this guy cuts in front of him like after it's turned red shortening his brake speed so he had to slam on it we all kind of like bumped our heads against the seat behind him and this guy puts a car in park shakes his head a little bit like this looks back and goes you just wait i'll be right back oh no opens the door proceeds to walk over to the guy who um who just cut in front of him and his window was down and this guy reaches in grabs a guy by the shirt pulls him out and like punches him three times in the face (laughs) okay right throws him back into the car walks back gets into the car pulls out a baggie and does a bump right in front of us, and then proceeds to put it in drive, and then haul it through downtown Chicago. He was going like 45, 50 miles an hour through downtown Chicago. You don't want to do that. That's just frightening. So the last 15 minutes ended up turning into seven. Okay. (laughs) So he pulls up, slams on the brakes, goes, Really, really sorry about earlier. You want to bump before you go? No, 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 no. I'm good. We're good, dude. Thanks, pal. I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic. You have a great night, though. Thanks. So I ended up tipping him twenty percent because I just didn't want this, this crazy guy coming back to, uh, to give us trouble at the end of the night. Wow. He'll, he'll like reach through your Airbnb window and punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like uh, the only, the only one that freaked me out even close to that was this like diehard right-wing trump supporter that's a story for another night we're gonna save that one probably okay. for yeah, maybe we'll save that for election year i don't know Ooh. um ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but uh, as as we talk about these you're gonna come to find out that i i really do get some weird ones out there now that was the that was like Probably the most frightening one because it actually got violent enough to the point where I was 
past the point of being amused. And, you know, yeah. normally I thrive in chaos. You can throw me into most situations and I'm just going to be like, bull. I mean, so long as I'm not bleeding, y'all do you. Okay. But that was pushing it to the point where my life was, like, I felt like my life was in danger. So yeah. the second the guy pulled out, I'm like, we're good things. <sighs> Bye. <laughs> Gotta go. Couldn't get out fast yeah. enough. No, wow. absolutely not. Okay. Pretty sure the guy decided to just stay there and, and like, continue to do a few lines or something <laughs> before he took off because he sat, sat out there, parked for a while. Maybe he was waiting for that tip to can't come in, which I'm, again, glad I gave him 20%. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. So that's, like, the darker side of, wow. of the red chair. Yeah. Right? I've... I've had some pretty dark encounters. That was the one that kind of freaks me out the most. But not all of them are intense and terrible. Like, sometimes you get a nice, weird rideshare that turns out to be something um, almost prophetic, okay. if you will. Right? And, um, see, this was three years ago. This was about three months before I started the podcast which this is going to come into play here in a minute. Okay. And I get into this car and, and it's this old, very flamboyant black woman, um, probably in her late sixties, uh, definitely had like the, uh, I should have asked her. She like, it felt like she was from new Orleans. I, I, I knew her. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get in the back of the car and um, I'm prepping. She's taking me to the airport because I was flying out or something. Family holiday, something like that. Anyway, um, so I'm about to fly out there. I call this woman, picks me up, and she's very sweet-natured, very talkative. And um, I'm a little off uh, that morning just because I had a lot on my mind and I don't like traveling by air. So I'm kind of going through the Rolodex in my head of like, did I do everything? You know, did I turn the oven off? Did it, is the snake's water filled? You know, all of that stuff, right? Okay. And as I'm sitting there thinking through it, she just starts staring at me through the rearview mirror. And I can feel her staring at me, which it starts to throw me off. And so I catch her gaze for a second, and she goes, you busy? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am very, very busy. But, but then that threw me off, and I'm like, wait, what? Wait, hang on, what? What do you mean? What do you mean yeah. I'm busy? I'm like... I can just see your gears turning, but I can also tell that you got something on the horizon. And I'm like, I... and at the time, I was just gen generally kicking around the idea with uh, this friend of mine of, of going out and trying to do paranormal investigations. Okay. Um, I've only been doing this stuff for like three years. And so this is like right before I went out to my very first investigation. And and it was in the back of my mind. We had figured out where we wanted to go, and we figured out roughly when we were going to do it, but we hadn't gone out there yet. And when she said that, like, you got something on the horizon, I'm like, well, yeah, I I guess I do. But she says, but that's not really what's on the horizon. It's what comes after that. I'm like, what? I have, yeah, I'm like, I'm just going out to hang out at a haunted location. What comes after that? the further the journey, like that's right. what came of it. And I kind of cocked my head and I'm like, I, I'm not sure I understand what you mean. And she said, don't you worry. The ghosts are going to show you what to do. And I'm just like, 
What? What? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, my heart sank, and I just sat there in silence, and she goes on to say, like, you were, uh, you were about to take the first step into a, a grand journey, and I can't tell you where it's going to go, but I can, I can tell that, like, the doors are going to open for you, so... Wow. You know, you're you're making the journey. Yeah. Where you take it is up to you. And my brain is just like pouring out of my skull at this point. I'm like, uh, okay, that is not really what I was expecting at all. And it certainly wasn't really in the back of my mind. Literally, we were just going to go out to try the Estes method. Because okay. we, we saw it on Hillier and we were like, huh, you know what? That's kind of an interesting psychological experiment and that's yeah. kind of where my brain was going with it so like let's go out there and check it out first one. First one was one of the most active uh, attempts at this stuff that i've ever had the evps which i will be sharing with you in the future here pretty soon can i wait we got so much from that and this woman essentially tells me that as soon as I have that experience, it's just going to blow the doors open and then the floodgates will just like come on in. And she was 100% right. She has since given me a lift one more time to the airport because I okay. felt like I, I did like, I reached out to her. I'm like, you working? I'm like, <laughs> she gave me a number <laughs> after this. And we've had a couple more conversations on it. She never offered me like any other further deep insight than that. But okay. That was that was pretty much it, and unfortunately, I lost touch of her. I haven't heard from her since. Phone got oh. disconnected, and I don't know if she passed. She was getting old, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. But it was, um, it, I mean, it was a weird experience at the time. But I think about it now, and like I kind of well up a little bit. It's it's a really intense thing for me to go over now, three years later. Yeah, this stuff and the things that I've experienced. It's just like, I I could not have imagined that this is where it was going or planned for this. Somehow she knew. She, she told you. She, something channeled through her and that's, that's fascinating. So many of you are out there, if you end up listening to this, you better call me. <laughs> wow. I, I hope that if she is out there, that she does reach out and contact you. Yeah. That yeah. would be awesome. Wow. It's wild, man. Yeah. Like, it, and for me to hear that, I'm just like, what? You know, like, you just, you're taken aback. Just yeah. knowing what you do and how far you've come with everything. That's fantastic. I love that. It was, it was it was wild, and it was right in the, it was right in the middle of this long string of synchronicities that was okay. leading up to that moment and carried over after the first investigation. But they, uh, man, I kind of miss those days. They're not as frequent as as they are anymore because, like, I think I've you know I'm now waist deep into this stuff. So so it's just kind of like, oh, we don't have to coax you anymore. You just you know come and do it. But I miss those synchronicities. Those moments of just weird stuff like that happening and the world kind of stopping for this split second to make you go, huh. So let me ask you that you say that they kind of stopped. Did they stop or it sounds kind of like it sounds bad. Not not um, it's going to sound bad either way. Did they stop or did you just get used to seeing them? I would I I would say that they're less frequent 
Okay. And I would say that they're uh, it's it's like less of a a, a spectacle at this mm -hmm. point mm -hmm. because they become more subtle as as well. They're not yeah. quite as in my face as they used to be. So so it's almost like, hey, we showed you that you were capable of this. Like the rest of it's kind of on you now. You need to pay more attention. And that's that's actually something yeah. that I've been leaning into. Like you you know me at this point. I'm I'm kind of on this whole consciousness studies route. And um, so getting back into meditation and, and things like that is going to become key in trying to further this project. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Those were great stories. Oh, Thank I'm, you. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Thank you. I, I got plenty more for you. Uh, I've, I've got, I'll share another two here in the next couple of months. And then I got, uh, I got one really long, spooky one. And I'll share okay. for Halloween. All right. Oh, that would be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So. Tell me, where can people find you? Well, if you uh, just punch in XVPlanus uh, in any search engine, EX space V space P-L-A-N-I-S, it'll pretty much take you to uh, anywhere we exist because I don't think anybody else has that name. So uh, <laughs> we're pretty easy to find. You can go to www.xvplanus.com and that'll essentially bring you to a screen holder page that'll have links for everything from where the podcast is to our social media sites. Uh, come on and, and hop into the journey with us. You know, we're just uh, constantly investigating and going out there and, and trying new things. And uh, this is going to be a really exciting year because we're, we're kind of shifting direction uh, about midway of this season. Some strange, strange things are going to be happening and I can't wait to share them with you all. I'm excited. Definitely give give Flood's podcast a listen. You're on Discord? Uh, yeah, no. we are on yes. Discord. Yep. And you've got a Patreon, so links will be in the show notes. So you can find them where all the major podcast players are in the Green Mushroom Network. Yes. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Uh, the Green Mushroom Podcast Network is a collective that I'm a part of, and it's full of uh, it's a massive group of uh, podcasters, creators, magicians, scientists, um, uh, other paranormal nutcases like myself. It's a really, <laughs> really good blend, and it's a really supportive community, and it's it's a great place to learn, especially if you're into um, like occult studies or any type of magical practices, rather whether that's like modern day chaos magic or uh, ancestral ritual type of stuff. It's, okay. It covers all the bases and it's a wealth of knowledge. Everybody cool. there is, yeah, everybody there is supportive and, and okay. just, just lovely. Um, but yeah, as far as my stuff goes, just xvplanus.com. That'll take you to the links of all of the stuff and you can just follow from there. Fantastic. Thank you. No, oh, thank you. This is an absolute blast. I can't wait to come back on and share more. Yes. And I can't wait for, for our next uh, for our next collaboration. Oh, yes. <laughs> cannot wait for that. What a Wild Ride podcast is in no way affiliated with any rideshare or taxi services. Always be safe and aware of your surroundings and responsible for your own well-being. Whether you're using a rideshare, you are a rideshare driver, or a delivery driver. If you've got a story that you'd love to tell or have me read anonymously on the podcast, please email me at whatawildridepod at gmail.com. Also, let's please keep these to real stories that actually happened. <laughs>